Well, you run and you run to catch up with the sun, but it's sinking. Welcome to Sink Floyd, the show where we watch every movie ever made to see if it syncs up with Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. My name is Gareth Blackler, and in your swamp, it's James Barron. Hi, it's James Barron. You can't get me to leave. <laughs> I'm back for another year, Gareth. Yeah. Oh, crap. Is that our new, like, canon intro to the show? The, the, the thing about sinking? Yeah, I Catch think up so. With the sun? I like that a lot. That's, that's very profesh. Okay. Yeah, I think you. It did take, what, like, 38 episodes? Yeah, man. Probably, like, on average... Oh, a hundred listens to Dark Side of the Moon to realise that's a lyric on Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Dimension sinking. Just finding our groove, you know. Just settling yeah. into the real meat and potatoes <laughs> of this podcast, you know. Yeah. This is the real shit happens. People are going to say, you know the episode where they watch Shrek? That's when this podcast really <laughs> found its feet. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a podcast thing, eh? Like, oh, you got to, you know, get through the first, like, 40 episodes. And oh, my then... God then it finds its feet i mean i guess it's true but like no one ever wants to hear that right it's like no. oh, it's the it's the ultimate like listen to yeah listen to like 40 hours of podcast and yeah. like listen watch like that gets really good at season three of this tgv show you're like no one wants to hear that that's yeah the worst. exactly <laughs> but like every tv show and like book and everything is pretty much that it's like it's only going to get better once you get through some tough parts that's true yeah which is the opposite of what they teach you when you're trying to teach you to write yeah man that's just i think that's just how it works content creation works maybe <laughs> you, you yeah. get better at it <laughs> <laughs> although like all this talking shop maybe this isn't our best episode we watch shrek <laughs> <laughs> shrek is something that starts very strong it's true yeah absolutely first shrek definitely best shrek oh uh, that's i don't think that's even a hot take i think it's widely regarded as the best of the series maybe shrek yeah. 2 gets a look in but shrek 2 is pretty great it's pretty good but oh, shrek you can't beat the og right he started yeah. it all all the all the sweet japes and jokes from that <laughs> big green boy what's what's your experience with shrek gareth do you have any oh. fond memories of this ogre I remember seeing it in a, like, fundraiser capacity mm. at the cinema. Um, can't remember what we were raising funds for, because obviously when you've got Shrek in the room, you're distracting from your funds. Oh, yeah. But um, it was my first time experiencing the very human emotion of all the... Or very adult emotion of all the good jokes were in the trailer and feeling, like, a oh, little no. disappointed. Oh, man. I had no idea yeah. that they're, like... All the best jokes are in the trailer for Shrek. I don't know. I mustn't have seen the trailer. Oh yeah, maybe. God damn, that's. I can't though. remember what jokes were in the trailer. I just remember loving the scene where Felonius, the henchman, mm. I think that's his name, yeah. smashes a mirror to intimidate the magic mirror. Yes, and that was like bit. I was like, this movie's going to be so good, and then like nothing really topped that for Little Gareth. Aw, that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, this movie is dense with jokes. There are like, yes. there is so much like even like tiny little visual gags hidden away in the in the movie. Like it's just packed full of of humor, which is yeah. it's great. I, it's also I want to say like probably fairly original for the time. I don't think like anyone had really done this like taking the piss out of um, uh, fantasy or like all these fairy tales and stuff before. Maybe like Robin Hood, Men in Tights to an extent. But like, yeah, maybe. 
but like but definitely not in the animated world no yeah it's fairly novel at the time but then of course led to like four <laughs> different versions and sort of i want to say like launched the like rise of dreamworks right oh the, yeah definitely the but production. also like all the people who ripped it off and were just like oh to make an animated film you make fun of fairy tales ah yeah no good yeah like you're um happily never after oh, i think my... it's called was that not just like a part of shrek 2 or i don't know happily never after was that was a whole film oh, oh no God. that's nothing that's like somehow i've chosen the smallest of these films this is a german <laughs> animated film oh it's got sarah michelle Gellar, free prince go. jr wallace sean in it wallace sean wow yeah but, right. um you know there was the one where they like patrick warbottom was a um police officer and uh, oh yeah he was a wolf that's right yeah oh my god <clears throat> and gosh it's all just disappearing from my head but oh, no. yeah there's just too many of them yeah man. And, like it soured shrek i think yeah like, way worse than any shrek sequel well the thing about it was right what my memory of shrek was that it was just like it just was so huge at the time yeah. much much like the man himself um it was yeah it was just like everybody had seen it everyone was talking about it uh, yeah and yeah it just permeated like the whole zeitgeist of the time and yeah yes. you couldn't you couldn't move for for shrek references and shrek information out there <laughs> shrek information was at your local library yeah it was if your parents had it yeah it was everywhere it's like yeah launching all over the all different like food items and books and yeah. other merch very marketable presents shrek and donkey also yes considering it's making fun of disney and disneyland yeah. it's very odd that it became so corporate yeah it's kind of ironic right and that it's like the yeah it, it sort of became exactly what it was taking the piss out of but oh maybe, yeah but maybe it's like that's the point of it and that it was like it was people were sick and tired of the like very camp uh like cartoons that they were getting and this like it was sort of like a breath of fresh air with it's like a reverence and like fairly adult humor some of the time um yeah and also just like dealing with like an actually like fairly reasonable story like it's it is a bit run-of-the-mill in that it's like a classic love story gone like like you know star-crossed yeah. lovers kind of tale which is like again very like classic um fairy tale stuff but like yeah just the way the story's told was fairly novel uh for the time i reckon so yeah oh heck yeah have you read the picture book that shrek is based on no i didn't know it was based on a book yeah a book called shrek exclamation <laughs> point <laughs> that's great yeah which um has none of the irreverent humor and yeah I don't think, even think it features Donkey. I think Donkey was an original creation. Oh, great. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, he's a good part of the movie. But I'm, glad oh, they, yeah. I'm glad they dropped the old exclamation mark for the film. <laughs> it would add a, like, an extra layer of fear, a challenge to the yeah. audience to watch Shrek. <laughs> like the movie's demanding it. Oh yeah. my gosh. I'm pretty sure the Shrek musical, which I feel like you're more knowledgeable about. I definitely, think that has the exclamation point. Definitely seen the Shrek musical multiple times. The, the Broadway performance of Shrek. Uh, surprisingly good. Like, equal, okay. equal parts funny and, like, original to the Shrek story. Like, it's, it's like a fresh take on the Shrek story. 
uh, and Whoa. there's like actually good songs and stuff in it. I was genuinely surprised. I expected to hate it and watched it mostly as a joke, but ended yeah. up loving it. <laughs> so check out the Shrek musical, listeners. Oh my god! Where would you rank it out of? Because you've seen every Shrek movie, right? I have seen every Shrek movie, except maybe some of the like short films that they did. Ah, uh, um, like Scared Shrekless and yeah shriek party in the swamp karaoke <laughs> yeah and like the holiday specials and things like that haven't seen yeah. some of those but um where would i rank it amongst the the canon you could say yeah uh i'll put it between i'll put it like i would say that the originally the the shriek movies i are in the same order of release as best to worst for me one two three four um personally okay. and then uh like Shrek, <laughs> the Shrek musical, I put probably between two and three. If it, wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, actually no. Okay. Yeah. Forget that. Like Shrek one, Shrek two, both really good. Then the musical, yeah. and then yeah, the rest <laughs> that I stopped caring about personally. <laughs> but you know, I think that's mine okay. is Shrek one, Shrek two, Shrek the four D cinema experience that right. you could see at Movie World and and um, the Gold Coast, Australia. Okay. That was pretty good. It had Lord Farquaad as a ghost. Oh, wow. I like that. Yeah. Voiced by John Lithgow? Or... Yeah, I think so. Nice. And like when there were some spiders, they blew air on your feet, so you felt like you were feeling the spiders. Oh, yeah. I did one of these yeah. at um, water, whatever the water world is in uh, Oh, Australia. the water world stunt spectacular. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. I loved the water world stunt spectacular. <laughs> that, that was really good yeah oh my gosh <laughs> wedding wild water world was what it's called which oh we're sorry we're thinking of different things wedding we... wild is the australian water based theme park yeah yeah that's where I yeah it is about. awesome yeah and then at universal studios where they also still show the shrek 4d cinema experience right they have a water world stunt show based on the film water world oh my god do they really yeah what what the fuck is it just you on a raft like <laughs> having a terrible time <laughs> i don't know i've never seen Waterworld, but like oh my god spectacular well, there's like people on boats doing cool stunts fucking spoilers for whatever we're doing next week holy shit <laughs> oh my god well maybe not Waterworld's like a three-hour movie by the way it's really insane yeah Wow. My fun fact about this is so off topic. Fun fact about Waterworld for me: it's the only movie I've watched on Laserdisc, <laughs> which is the giant records for movies. If you didn't yeah. know, listeners, that's the most Waterworld thing to it's watch it on a failed piece of technology. Pretty much, yeah. It was very in keeping with the, with the aesthetic. Oh wow. my gosh! I feel like we've waffled long enough, Gareth, about our history with Shrek. Uh, yeah, especially because we... the first like seconds of Shrek, there's so much to unpack. It's very true. I think we, yeah, let's get into it. Let's do it. How did this, the Shrek, Shrekening the third, Shrekening the first, <laughs> hit us with a bit of Pink Floyd? Let's do it. Speak. Yes, for, if you've never listened to the show, we watch Shrek on mute while listening to Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, you know, very important. Like people do. Yeah. Yeah. I should also point out I have seen Shrek with the Russian audio on. Oh my god, what's Russian Shrek like? Um, Shrek himself is a lot angrier sounding. Okay. Um, he doesn't have like the Mike Myers warmth, which we also need to unpack. The Mike Myers performance, oh my goodness. Which we also didn't get to hear this time. 
Yeah. Because um, obviously it was mute. But Muted Myers is a whole different thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would say for the ultimate experience, maybe when Shrek's kind of like gruff and trying to scare people off, you put on the Russian audio. You flip And then over. when he's kind of like w- calling down, you switch back to your English audio. Oh. You get that Mike Myers warmth. I like that. He's just like angrily roaring in Russian to Donkey. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. Oh, man. I like that. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, let's start the film. Let's do it. Yes. In, in English, on mute, with Dark Side of the Moon. Let's go. Speak to me. Um, we descend down upon a storybook, Gareth, is yes. the opening of this movie, um, with telling the, the, the classic fantasy story of rescuing a, a valiant knight, rescuing a princess from a tall tower, uh, and finding true love. Uh, just setting up the, the narrative stakes of the movie somewhat here. I do kind of like how this, the style of this, like, book pages flipping over. This is all very Disney. Uh, yeah. Um, very good. All the art style and all this stuff is great as well. And consistent to the credits of the movie, which is also really oh, yes. nice. Um, but yeah. Uh, he, Shrek is reading this story aloud to us. Uh, yeah. The, even though all the words are appearing on screen. So we were getting uh, just subtitles and the text in the book. And <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, oh man, just reading a lot. Um, and f- unfortunately, there is no sync with a reveal of our title character, Shrek, here, bursting forth from the privy <sighs> in, which yes. he's, in which he's reading this book. Uh, here he My is. My rage was untethered that we didn't get because it was perfect like obviously in the original movie there's the iconic psalm sung by the band smash mouth yes they say um they start their song on a bit of a what's the opposite of a coda (laughs) coda delphine that Uh, sounds it's it's the repeatable point of that so if you cut the sum part if they had if the movie if oh if the song ended with them just saying some and then you could like re-sync it and just start it over again it would be the perfect song yeah <laughs> all start i've just i've just fixed all star yeah oh uh, yeah wow, you're the first person on the internet to play around with all star i know right i feel like someone <laughs> should have thought to do that at some point yeah gosh it's just ripe and ready to be just chopped and screwed and oh, updated yes. for a modern audience Gareth. <laughs> oh so the film famously has some door smashes open we see shrek yeah. body once told me it's like some perfect um movie mu- music hybrid especially considering um all-star was just a placeholder until test audiences said they loved it really that's amazing yeah. it's just a test what the hell were they thinking that this is test audio for a movie about an ogre it's yeah can we actually just real quick talk about the soundtrack to this movie because it is wild it's like it is so wild actually really good (laughs) oh okay it's well like there's obviously the smash mouth influence in there but there's also just like a bunch of like random like punk tracks in there and like there's a cover of uh hallelujah in there. yes was that the first time you heard hallelujah totally yeah was i was like yes. really young so <laughs> i've since heard that song many times but uh yeah oh my gosh it was i think the shrek soundtrack quietly underrated okay people... i mean i will give you like yeah the shrek the i mean the shrek i'll give you the shrek the bad reputation and yeah, yeah. 
hallelujahs. There's like a know. me and my monster song in there when they're like getting to know each other that I really like. Yeah, Some... I didn't notice that until I saw the lyrics as a subtitle. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay. Mate, I, I own this. Not only did I own Shrek on VHS like any good <laughs> Kiwi boy did. Um, oh, yes. But, but I owned the Shrek soundtrack on CD as well. I think I, got, think I was given that for Christmas one year. As oh, as yeah. a we as a we present and cherished in my yeah, music library. Yeah, that's a pretty perfect gift. Yeah. So there uh-huh. you go. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. I feel like we've got wildly off. As the door should have opened and it should have kicked into the guitars of Breathe by Pink oh Floyd. Oh my god, that's exactly and what I was hoping for. Yeah, I was so mad. I stopped watching and went and did some invoices. <laughs> like, wow. Like a minute to in. Do... Yeah. Oh man. And then I watched the rest of it when I finally got back to it. I went outside and watched it. I like that. I like that energy. A bit of yeah. freshness to the Shrek. A bit of sunshine and, and happiness bringing you in. That's great. Yeah. If you hang out in your own backyard and watch Shrek, you relate to Shrek so much more. Yeah, man. Way. A lot of outdoor shots in Shrek as well. Very yeah. few interiors. <laughs> it's mostly about the journey. <laughs> so, like, this movie starts, right, with him implied wiping his butt with a page of a fairy tale yes and then kicking open a door to the irreverent sounds of smash mouth like yeah man there's a reason this movie became so like clowned on and so like kind of torn apart by like meme lords these days totally like you can't start a movie that way and not expect to get the same treatment especially as like we said shrek becomes like this corporate kind of childhood thing of its own mm, yeah so you're saying that the the audience was it gave it opened the door to an audience of shreks out there yes to be born unto the world yeah yeah shrek I, creates more shreks yeah shrek begets shrek i think yeah. i think that makes sense uh yeah no <laughs> I, I can see that yeah it's very yeah it, it it doesn't let up at the start there's a lot of like crass ass humor happening yeah uh, yeah, lots of grubby stuff that Shrek gets into. Yeah. Um, as it's say, also the all-star of it. The fact that Smash Mouth <laughs> reply... Like, if someone tweets at Smash Mouth, like, you're only famous because of Shrek, they reply and say, no, we weren't. We had a song called Walking on the Sun it's true. before Shrek. And, like, that kind of attitude. And the fact they, like, had a concert during a pandemic and spread COVID to, like, yeah. 100 people. Bit of a downer. Yeah, that's also ruining it now because, like, Shrek is, you know, Shrek's snotty. Mm. We can say that. Yes. But, like, he's got a heart, whereas Smash Mouth have kind of proven themselves to just be the snot. Yeah. And, that's a, yeah, a real shame. No core. Yeah. Oh, you're tainting the, the record of Shrek. You're tainting his exactly. legacy. But you might as well be walking on the sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking roast it. <laughs> got him oh eat that smash mm. mouth get out of here <laughs> i could you can almost say if you're gonna be like completely snotty and have no heart that the icy skate is getting pretty thin yeah yeah the water's pretty warm might as well swim uh and speaking of swimming shrek has a bath he does he has a wee bath at mud bath and yeah. like it's it, this is our opening titles and stuff we're getting all the like <laughs> random gross stuff that he's doing as his day-to-day yeah uh, just his morning routine uh he stares at a mirror and it shatters much like the l- later movie shatter scene that you saw 
On oh Doc. yeah, that was warming me up as a kid. I was yeah, like, man. oh, this this movie man. hates mirrors. They really do hate mirrors. Yeah. Oh man, this is, what do you got against Big Mirror, Shrek? <laughs> um yeah no i i quite like this opening titles it's like fairly creative um yeah yeah all the like people's names being out of made out of bugs and <laughs> muck and stuff yeah that's pretty funny um but yeah lots of visual gag kind of stuff in this intro mm. um he does as far as sinks go he does do a wee he jumps into the pond into the uh to grab like a fish for his dinner <laughs> yeah uh that syncs up with a synth hit and breathe just him splashing into the water yeah i get a lot of like water associations with breathe a lot of the time actually maybe a lot interesting yeah we'll see how it goes with water world (laughs) (laughs) when we get there but uh anyway what what else happens He, he like makes some signs and stuff to scare away villagers shrek's whole deal is that he wants to be alone right he's yes happy in his life he seems to really enjoy his life as a as an ogre all on his Absolutely. own in his swamp he's proud of his little swamp house with the like tree the rotted tree that it's built into it's great so, yeah it's a beautiful set the shrek set it is did they make yeah. this in dreamland or whatever it was that you had the 4d experience with it was there like a shrek hut you could venture into no i from memory it was just a cinema because i think they didn't expect to keep the shrek screening on for so long but like uh, they have it like they, i would have seen it when shrek was shrek one was in cinemas like there was no shrek two yeah i would have seen it in australia and then in 2015 they still had it happening in the states mm, okay yeah do you know my universal studios conspiracy theory by the way no lay it on me what's going on with universal so the big rides at, at um universal studios are um, the Fast and the Furious, yep. The Mummy, Transformers, oh yeah, um, and Jurassic Park, and all of those are things they keep trying to reboot, as oh, if to wow. say like, well, we've built the theme park, we need to, you know, keep this going. Huh? Yeah. So yeah, they want to keep that going because they have the rides already, and if pe- yeah. people won't want to ride the rides if they are like not in the public consciousness. Yeah. Exactly. Ah. Actually, to be honest, Fast and Furious they added to the classic tour. And okay. Fast and Furious is also the only one that's, like, kind of still going very strong. Wow. I mean, true. Like, also, mm. the franchise is still growing strong, so that means, like... That's... Oh, yeah, sorry, that's what I mean, is to the franchise versus oh, the, the fr- ride. Oh, okay, versus the yeah. ride. Whereas the ride hasn't been, like, updated since, like, 97 or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has. These were, like, holographic Vin Diesels I was looking what? at. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Does he rap? Yeah. Oh. That's all I want. I just want the rapping Vin Diesel to <laughs> to come around and and in his big car across a yeah. field of ice and tell me drop his latest mix. That's all I need, Vin. Oh. Please. Did you see? And I'm sorry, Shrek fans. We'll get back to Shrek. Did you see At him debut his new song on? Um, I think Kelly Clarkson's talk show. What? No. He's making oh. music like now. Yeah. This is such good news, Gareth. This is why we do the podcast. It's just <laughs> so that like the best information can be spread not only to me but to the listeners, all right? Yeah. The most pressing Should we matters. do um what we did with our scar review and drop in a live react to Vin Diesel debuts new song Feel Like I Do on the Cully Clarkson show? Sure. And we'll do that at the end if we remember to, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we'll circle back to that. Uh, okay, that's going to be the post-credit scene of this show. It's just us listening to that, and you can yeah. listen along at, uh, along at home, eh? Sounds yeah. good. Uh, yeah, because there's still so much Shrek to cover, man. Yeah, we are sorry. like in the opening titles. Um, <laughs> we've got, yeah, so Run Rabbit Run is the line that plays as we've got some villagers running in to hunt down Shrek. They're coming in. Yeah. Uh, this, this, like, little do we know there's a, a bounty on um, fantasy creatures, and I assume that this is part of it. But it could just be that, like, people don't like ogres, and they're coming in to, yeah. like, a torch and pitchforks is the classic move to fight down the monster, as villagers are wont to do. Um, villagers love those things. Yeah, man. It's what they have to hand. Torches yeah. and pitchforks. You know? When you work in the field, you use the tools you have, all right? Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. See? It all tracks. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've written on the run starts up and we get a big old roar out of Shrek. Shrek's yeah. just scaring these villagers off. A bit tongue in cheek. Seems to be like, again, loving it. Like, yeah, very, very happy in his ability to maintain his uh, solitary lifestyle out here in the swamp. Um, yeah. So we're ready for some growth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That storytelling, baby. Yeah, we had there. Um, but the the villagers dropped this little like bounty sheet uh, for rounding up the fantasy creatures, and there's a reward on their heads, and that is cut to uh, these that literally happening, like these uh, yeah. loads of fantasy creatures from um, fairy tales being rounded up and <laughs> it's taken away in like jail carts and stuff this is really funny to me this stuff <laughs> because like seeing like geppetto like get five silver for pinocchio it's just oh, really yeah. funny and like just the, the concept of it like the poor um like three bears from goldilocks story being separated in different cages it's yeah. very very dark and like serious take on on fantasy but it's just so humorous to see you know yeah, I thought I remember it make like feeling quite unsettled as a child watching that. It's pretty fucked up. It's like death, yeah. death of your childhood on full display. It's like yeah. remember all these cute stories? They're all fucking gone. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, especially the Geppetto betrayal. Like yeah, that man. Hurts. Welcome to the real world. <laughs> yeah. That should have been Shrek's slogan. <laughs> it's subtitle. Oh my gosh, Shrek real world. Um, oh yeah, no good. Uh, we get introduced to Donkey, the talking donkey, uh, here. I wonder if Donkey ever had, like, a character name, if he was, like, a That's named... That's a really good question. ...a named character before, because he's just called Donkey throughout the thing. Um, yeah. And yeah. there's no other donkeys in this film. No, Or true. any of the films. Just, well, there's the, like, donkey-dragon hybrids that are born, spoilers, yes. at the end of Shrek 2, which are... They're great, by the way. I wish there was more of them in the films. <laughs> That is such a take that I disagree with, Gareth. Oh my wow. good lord, they upset me. <laughs> I Although just, you've seen all the Shrek short films and stuff, eh? And I feel like they're more I of those. I haven't seen them all, no. I, I said earlier oh, okay. that I haven't. But, um, oh, my bad. Yeah, no, they definitely would be taking places. There's a lot of you know, like dealing with babies and being a new father kind of subplots and all yes. those, as far as I know. Um, but yeah, like I don't know, just the crossover between dragons and donkeys upsets me in a way. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's the kind of thing that should be illegal. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, uh, possibly a hot take. I know they're fantasy characters, but hey. Um, yes, anyway, Donkey, he's here. Eddie Murphy, crushing it. Yes. As Donkey. Yeah. 
this loud-mouthed, uh, never-shutting-up-talking animal. What did you think of him? I I really liked... Like, I've always liked him. I, And I'm not taking anything away from Eddie Murphy's great performance. I really dug him with the subtitles as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like, always... Murphy ad-libs. Yeah, man. When you can catch a lot more of what he's saying, because he does talk right. incredibly fast. Some of the things yeah. that he's saying are really, really clever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I just never caught uh, because he just speaks too quickly. Uh, yeah. Uh, Were you yeah. the same? Were you a donkey, a donkey boy? I'm a donkey boy, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Standing donkey till the day I die. Um, oh. Yeah, no, he's he's great in this. Yeah, uh, yeah, a good good performance. Eddie Murphy crushing it. Um, it's so weird. Like again, like we didn't really talk about it when Shrek appeared, but uh, the Mike Myers uh, portrayal oh, yes. portrayal of Shrek is such a strange one because it's not his usual kind of thing. He's doing this like Scottish accent the whole time, which is I don't know if you know Mike Myers, but he doesn't talk with a Scottish accent, Gareth. No, I know. Um, but yeah, it, it just feels kind of like out of his wheelhouse that he would be doing this. And it's yeah. Because, and originally, um, it was Chris Farley who was going to play Shriek, right? Yeah. Before he died, unfortunately. Um, yeah, and I think Mike Myers didn't want to do it. And apparently, according to IMDb, they actually used the phrase, settle this over a pint, trying to talk to him to do it. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a sweet and little tidbit. And he, um, he demanded that they kind of asked, they like... Goodness me. I, unlike Donkey, I can't talk. Oh, no. Um, they de- he demanded that they kind of got rid of all of Chris Farley's kind of stuff, so he didn't feel like he was disrespecting it. Right. So they had to, like, rewrite a lot of the dialogue and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. But that's not the biggest delay Mike Myers put to this film. No? He recorded all of his dialogue okay. in his natural speaking voice. Wow. And after some test screenings, he wasn't happy with how it sounded, and he's like, this needs something. So he asked if he could do it in a Scottish accent. And it cost DreamWorks an additional $4 million. Whoa. That's wild. That. Oh yeah. my God. That's, yeah, that's such a wild thing, man. Like having that happen behind the scenes, they must have been so pissed. But then like immediately after the film is like a smash hit. Um, yeah. Yeah, like they would be totally cool with this. <laughs> but man... <laughs> It was. Pro- I think it was probably the right choice. If he was just like talking normally, I don't know how that would land. Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly, there is a um, cut out there of the uh, like a screen test, effectively that Chris Farley did as Shrek. Um, oh, it got leaked, eh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's it's uh, like much closer, uh, probably in style to the illustrations of the book. Um, ah. Shrek! Exclamation point. But. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and like it is, it's the scene where they're like staring up at the stars and talking about that, and it plays pretty close to um, what's in the movie. But it's just interesting hearing like a different voice coming out of Shrek. Heck you know? yeah, yeah. So, so another thing, because um, Shrek was so delayed, back mm. when they were just going to adapt Shrek, um, <laughs> it was going to be a two D animated film, and okay. it was going to feature Bill Murray as Shrek. Mm. And um, Steve Martin as Donkey. Wow. I feel like that would have yeah. worked quite well, honestly. Like, they have some, yeah. like, similar... Steve Martin has a similar kind of manic energy, and I feel like he could bring the Donkey character to life in that same way. And Bill Murray has the grumpiness of Shrek down. He yes, would, for I sure. I feel like it would be a much more somber performance of Shrek... Yeah. ...than what uh, Mike Myers delivers. Anyway. 
<laughs> We've gotten so caught up on the Shrek trivia. I'm loving that. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. It's just so interesting. Yeah. It, it is. There's a lot going yeah. on with Shrek. We've had so much history with it, you know? It's one of those ones mm. that's just so much to say. It really does show that it has become what it hated. Yeah, totally. And that's like a good thing, really. That like, yeah, it's so part of our lives that to have any idea that there could be an alternate of Shrek or something different about it is just so rich. Yeah, right. It's kind of like sacrilegious to like even think about it being yeah, different. Yeah, Shrek religious. Shrek religious. Shrek religious. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, yeah. Donkey. He pr he's pretending he can't talk and he like flies away by being hit by some like fairy dust. Classic. Yeah. Fairy tale shit. Love it. Um, he does run into Shrek as part of his escape from these like guardsmen um, over the crash sound and on the run. So I'm happy yes. with that. Yes. Um, very pleased to have that happen. Having a crash happen over the crash sound for fucking once. Oh. <laughs> Thrilled to bits. Um, however, this is my immediately destroyed because the clocks going off in time just happen over just a bit of a chat between uh, Donkey and Shrek. I guess their first meeting, yeah. but nothing really significant. Nah. Uh, true disappointment. <laughs> back, <laughs> back in the Sink Floyd experience. Um, yeah. Yeah. They so they like roll up on his little house. And Donkey's like complimenting, he like immediately goes back on saying how ugly it is and then like compliments it because he wants to stay with Shrek. Um, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> he like is allowed to stay one night uh, here with Shrek just as well. And Shrek prepares himself like a lovely little swamp dinner, Garrett. Right? It looks great. I know this yeah. is like all supposed to be really gross foodstuffs. There's like a slug. <laughs> like i would eat this it looks good <laughs> that slug is the reason i think slugs are gross though that slug is a very gross slug super gross he's way too big that's yeah. the scary thing about him like other animals are like properly proportioned <laughs> but this slug's like freaking huge he's like out yeah. of a video game how did he get here um anyway yeah he has like a, a martini with an eyeball in the glass instead of a little olive which i really like yeah. <laughs> i think that i will just like to think that shrek is making his own swamp martinis <laughs> that's a great little detail yeah that's his hustle on the side yeah man <laughs> Um, and then yes, okay, all the fairy tale creatures start appearing in, yes. in his home. Got the three blind mice, who are a bloody delight. I wish there was more of them. Yeah. <laughs> Just bumbling around and falling over different things on this table of, of swamp food. Oh my god. They're great. Yeah. The little, They're voiced um, by just like uh, DreamWorks staff as well. Really? Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. They're wearing their little like blind person specs and walking around mm. with sticks and stuff. I just think that's great. Um, and then, yeah, all the all the other fairy tale creatures are appearing. The like dwarves in Snow White rock up. And, yeah. Uh, the big bad wolf. Yeah. And the grandmother's Is Pinocchio clothing. in this or is he still kidnapped? Uh, Pinocchio is here, I think. Um, yeah. I think he gets like only one line in this movie, or like a couple of lines. He's he has the line when he's um, uh, <laughs> he says that he's a real boy and his nose grows uh, yeah. when he's being handed over by his father, <laughs> and, and then I yeah. think he he has a line um, 
explaining the situation that uh, Farquaad has sent all these fairy tale right, yeah. creatures here to the swamp. But I don't think he says anything else. He might have something to do in the like little celebration bit at the end, but beyond that, yeah, it becomes like a more of a big deal as the um, movies go on. Though. Yeah, a lot more comic relief sort of side side character in later films. Yeah, yeah, he's great though. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they're all here. Farquaad's like kicked them all out. They've es- I think it's like they've escaped here rather than um, Farquaad just dropping them here. Right? That was my question too. It's not like he's in control of the situation. Or maybe they have been dropped here. It doesn't make a lot of sense anyway. Yeah. Like. Well, the idea is then Farquaad gives back, gives him the deed to his land and says like, yeah. the fairy tale creatures are gone. Well, like Shriek doesn't really own his land, right? He's an og- he's an ogre of just like staying uh, in this zone, and all the villagers are like, just deal with him because that's where he lives. But that's true they're trying having, to get him to leave yeah having the like yeah. deed to the land makes him like a citizen and his like uh and he truly owns the land i think is the yeah. the deal that farquad makes him right that's um, right so then he can have those spiritual creatures get out of his swamp yes thankfully right yeah it all tracks uh, yeah we've solved another... oh my other fun fact is they forgot oh. to record the line what are you doing in my swamp what the famous did... line and they had to fly the producer out to new york to record it in the back of a limo wow incredible Mike Myers. yeah oh so bougie i know right Ima- this movie imagine just mike myers sitting in a limo yelling that out <laughs> yeah. like multiple times for multiple takes <laughs> oh incredible yeah <laughs> and then again having to do it in a different accent like <laughs> yeah different oh, limo forgot twice yeah oh my yeah. god um okay so this sequence does play over the lines um home home again when i yeah. come home cold and tired it's good to warm my bones beside the fire and i love that because that's like it's shrek we're dealing with shrek's home and all these uh fairy tale creatures are just like setting up their own home here right yes so that all works for me you know yeah for sure yeah um, yes, we transition into a uh, great gig as the quest is set, basically. Shrek's like, I'm going to get you all out of my swamp. I'm going to go see Lord Farquaad right now and sort it all yeah. out. Um, and they, he's meaning it really selfish and yeah. they're all cheering, which they're is a, really funny. They're like, yay, you're our hero. Yeah. <laughs> we can finally get out of here. That's yeah. great. Um, yeah. So we cut to Lord Farquaad's reveal uh, in his torture chamber over the great gig vocal solo um he's dunking the little gingerbread man <laughs> uh from you can't yeah. catch me on the gingerbread man um into milk as like torture like waterboarding him <laughs> which is yeah hysterical um yeah and then they do like a fun little sequence of like trying to crack information out of him where he's just doing like the muffin man bit another great joke in this film I really... yeah this slayed me even as a kid and oh, yeah it's it's a joke that yeah like kids can get and it's just so insane <laughs> <laughs> but yeah john lithgow as um lord farquaad here great hamming it up yes. out of control in this movie um uh, very reminiscent of his third rock uh performance i would say yeah just same level of like out there um weird 
character name choice they call him farquad because it's like fuckwad i think is the yes. joke you know i didn't get that until like last year yeah well it's like not super obvious when you watch it as like a little kid right you're like oh that's just his name he's got a weird like uh royal name you know farquad you know mm. but yeah you don't even think about it um other kinds of like way more rude humor or like adult humor are much more obvious throughout the film. But yeah, I feel like that's yeah. more of a subtle one. But yeah, also I just don't know if that was worth it. Maybe it is. Yeah, maybe that's why he doesn't come back again, well, like in any other films, <laughs> except for the 4D concert experience. 4D um, cinema experience. Sorry, I concert do. experience very oh, different. The concert experience, though. Oh no. Um, Oh man, I do I do really like that he comes back as a ghost. I wish there was Ghost Lord Farquaad appearing. Yeah. But never mind. Um yes, I I just I do really enjoy basically every scene that he's in because he's just hands it up constantly and mm. has a really hilarious like line delivery style. Is it's just like this angry little uh man dressed to the nines like a little duke. He's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, very, so, very, like his human, his face is more human than human faces are. Like, oh yeah, his very scary. He's got an enormous jaw. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, that's like way too big. His whole head is way too big for his little body, which is yeah, mm. again, very cartoony and great. Um, yeah, so uh, they bring in the magic mirror and do the whole breaking the mirror bit that you saw in yeah. the trailer. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we see like his motivation is to become king. By marrying a princess, that's his move. Uh, yeah. as, as is the classic rules of fairy tales, one must marry a princess to become king. I guess. Yeah. Um, he's got his own like kingdom and everything all set up. People will live around here, but I guess he's not officially king until you've married a princess. By these yeah, metrics, do you think he's just like taken it via like a business deal or something almost definitely i feel like that's the vibe of the thing right like it, it's all so corporate and set up that way that it's it's like he's moved here and has a whole bunch of money and he started his own kingdom um, yeah he's pr probably like from royalty but his family's like kicked him out or something like that and so he's Ooh, like i'll yeah. start my own kingdom and then yeah this is like the last step to setting that all up um, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Man, Farquaad origin story, please. Please. Oh, just give me a movie of just him being a yeah. little shit. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but yeah, we get like a bachelorette show kind of take here with all the different uh, princesses. We've got yeah. Cinderella, Snow White, and Princess Fiona. Um, I do like a lot of what the Magic Mirror says here is like um, uh, pros and cons of these ladies. Yeah. Pretty funny. Like the the stuff with like Snow White living with seven guys and things like that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, mm. <clears throat> yeah, we get going to money as he chooses Fiona, Princess Fiona. Uh, yeah, and he try uh, the magic mirror, who is just like a sort of um, like theater mask floating inside of a mirror, which I think is an interesting take on the magic mirror law. Uh, yeah, I wonder if they went like more far out of the original concept art and then kind of pulled it back yeah maybe i don't know again how they do this in the old musical is unreal like the oh, really the effects for the broadway show for the magic mirror in particular incredible uh worth Ooh. seeking out <laughs> okay yeah uh but yeah he he tries to warn um old uh, farquad about the curse but he just gets like shut up 
because he's yeah. got all this plans to set in motion. Um, anyway, Shrek and Donkey rock up to Duloc and the giant brutalist ass castle, which yeah. is like massive and daunting above everything else. Um, yeah, good stuff. I do mm. kind of like that it's like a huge like cinder block kind of looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Again, very corporate kind of ideals. Uh, and yeah, Duloc itself is like a big theme park. It's literally Disneyland, but um, with no one in yeah, it. Yeah, they leant into it as well. They were, originally, they're like, oh, it looks a bit like Disneyland. And they were like, make it look just like Disneyland. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like there's yeah. uh, velvet ropes and stuff outside forming a queue in. And there's like a big mascot with <laughs> Lord Farquaad's head really blown up on him. It's great. Yeah. Uh, and then we get some of the greatest physical humor of just like this mascot <laughs> running and avoid like following all of the ropes rules and just yeah. doing the maze of velvet ropes and Shrek just walking through all the ropes like dragging them behind him. Classic, classic. So but you can see this in like so a um, uh, like a like a really old slapstick style movie. I reckon you yeah. could, this would eat fit in no problem, especially when he like bashes his head and falls over right at the end. <laughs> yeah after all that so good um there's even like turnstiles at the gate much like a theme park yeah. they have. It's, there's a gift shop yeah they really lean into it it's good stuff um we get the little like song and dance of like a little animatronic information center here all yeah about i reckon the song the lyrics could have totally been a sarcastic pink floyd song totally uh yeah it's again all this is playing over money which i feel like is a pretty damn good fit like just for the, yeah. the whole corporate and um exploitative communist not communist uh capitalist <laughs> capitalist uh sides of things you know um, yeah yeah the the song itself is very silly and like sung by a little choir of uh children uh and yeah they've this this is like probably the most crass joke and, and most obvious joke in the film where they like wipe your dot 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 face yes you know that's the one that i caught as like a little kid and was like <laughs> you know yeah believing your parents don't get that joke and they're yeah. like oh i can't believe they would say that oh. <laughs> yeah exactly um when i was a kid i didn't i didn't think my parents knew swear words oh, i thought it was my job to cr protect them from them oh that's very sweet yeah i like that a lot yeah, I was, it was and then a, I remember like cop shows having swears in them. I was like, oh no, dad's learned a swear word. Oh, what's it going to be like? Yeah, even oh. though it was probably the opposite. He was like, oh no, Gareth's learned a swear word. Pretty much, yeah. You were both yeah. thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, That's the funny thing about that situation. Holy shit. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, we go into Duloc Castle proper, or the courtyard yeah. of, because there's a, a battle of champions, Gareth. To see who will uh, claim the prize of rescuing Princess Fiona. Uh, old mate Farquaad says that some of them may die, but that's a sacrifice he's willing to make. Brilliant mm. line. <laughs> uh, and yeah, uh, Shrek rocks up with his grievances and he changes the rules to just kill Shrek. Whoever kills Shrek wins the prize now. Yeah. And yeah, we get out, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, what is it bad reputation playing over this for the regular viewers uh, but again we're just getting the money solo which i feel kind of works <laughs> yeah you know? for sure just a roaring guitar solo uh, yeah over over some fake wrestling i don't know why they leaned into wrestling so much for this sequence but it does really land for me um, yeah 
Lots of I don't it. know. I've no idea. Do you think it was just because it was big and it was easy to kind of do wrestling jokes in I your guess so. fight scene? It's pretty funny seeing like knights getting beaten up inside a wrestling ring, you know? It's yeah, pretty that's out true. there. There's a lot of like, a lot of Shrek's humor is very like modern inspired. Like, what if fantasy but real modern times, you know? Yeah. Like, that's a, where it draws a lot of its humor, especially like in later movies with like Far, Far Away being a Hollywood analog. They just like yeah. have a lot of fun with that. You know, um, so yeah, a lot of modern sensibilities inside fairy tales is the the Shrek move. Um, <clears throat> anyway, Shrek wins. He beats all these knights, easy as, yeah, and like yeah. starts like showing off to the crowd, much like a professional wrestler would. Uh, good times. And yeah, he gets like named champion by Farquaad and sent on this quest. Uh, and Farquaad's like, "I'll do it. You'll do it in exchange for your swamp." and put everything back to normal all the squatters will be gone etc yeah uh as a little kid i didn't know what the word squatters meant and i assumed that it was some kind of squat uh, some kind of swamp thing that ah. shrek wanted preserved <laughs> <laughs> i was like is that some kind of like like buzzy fly or something that he wants maintained i don't know oh but no it's these people <laughs> it's just a word i didn't know <laughs> <laughs> but it fits so well like into yeah. the script you're helping the f filmmakers, really. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we go, um, yeah, the, it's a pretty good alignment as we go straight into us and them now. Uh, yeah. Out of, out of the money solo. The money solo, like, trails off as he's uh, walking away. And we go into the next song as they're walking through the sunflowers. Sunflowers are recurring... Um, a motif in the movie as well. Mm, something um, I did not notice until this watch as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, discussing... Uh, they just, this is where we get the ogres and onions monologue. Um, quite a lot of monologues in Shrek. A lot of back and yeah. forth between uh, uh, Donkey and Shrek. A lot of philosophizing about like sense of self and self-worth and things like that, which is like kind of crazy for a kid's movie. Um, yeah. A lot of, like, I feel like a lot of this dialogue is really well written as well. Like it's, it's funny and also like, very believable as an argument you know yeah yeah did you know what a parfait was before absolutely Shrek not introduced it i didn't thank know, you me neither i didn't know what squatters were gareth there's no way i knew what a parfait <laughs> yeah, was god damn i knew what an onion was absolutely like that, oh, that was a metaphor i could follow Shrek. yeah well done donkey had to complicate it by introducing a fancy food item that i didn't know yeah <sighs> furious when's donkey eating these parfaits he lives with I then again, he used to live with that old woman, right? Yeah, maybe she made parfaits. She seems pretty fancy, yeah. Yeah. She, she loves a good parfait. Share yeah. it with my talking donkey. Oh. That I'm not sick of yet. Um, yeah. But yes, also a little call forward in this sequence that I didn't notice before. Um, there's a... We see the windmill for the final confrontation here. Because obviously, like, this journey gets made in reverse later as we go oh. back to Farquaad's castle. But yeah, I didn't put together until now that we see the windmill. That, uh, oh, man. Where so much of the important stuff takes place in this little That bit. is storytelling. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, we get a little uh, travel montage up to the volcano location where um, uh, Princess Fiona is in the tallest tower. Lots of more little bits in there about Brimstone. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I love, so if, there's one thing you know about me, Gareth, it's that I love a fantasy aesthetic and the whole tower floating above a lake of lava thing, I want to move in. I'm, <laughs> it's the best. Well, the it, dragon and Fiona have both left by the end, so it is all yours. It's vacant. It's prime, it's free real estate, Gareth, uh, <laughs> that I just need. Oh my god. It, it's like really well lit inside. Everything's like mm. backlit underneath by the... um by the lava that's peeking through cracks and stuff it looks awesome oh. yeah if just if i could just have a little bit of lava to just liven things up in my bedroom <laughs> man it'd be great maybe i just and need as a if lava to agree lamp. with you yes <laughs> i often think of this podcast as the podcast equivalent of a lava lamp pretty close right yeah <laughs> i feel like the amount of yeah podcast listeners that uh embody the lava lamp uh if you've got a lava lamp right in let us know is it easy yes. to like look after i always get worried i haven't bought a lava lamp one because it's pretty kitschy and two because uh i worry about like the bubbles somehow breaking or something like that like it seems pretty complicated i feel like i, I screw it up i vaguely remember my brother's lava lamp like getting weird little crystals on the lava oh no yeah see this and is kind of going hard Unless I can somehow use these crystals for various magic spells, <laughs> Gareth, then I'm not. Yes. In, I'm getting less interested by the second. Um, anyway, the trick might be like keeping the lava lamp on. Oh yeah, just constantly. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that sounds. According to Google, that's worse. Oh no, that makes it go cloudy. That just there's just a, a ticking time bomb of a lava lamp. You know, eventually it's yeah. going to crystallize and form into a into the lava crystal you know it's yeah. just part and parcel and then you do the... get to make a wish but you're okay. only going to use that wish to make more lava lamps yeah I, my wish would usually be for another replacement lava lamp so <laughs> you know that works mm. uh so yeah i do like the little um supportive thing shrek does to get donkey across the bridge it's not really supportive of our case he's like yeah sort of tricks him into crossing the bridge but he starts off by being like nice about it which i like they're becoming closer as the film progresses, as the journey yeah. progresses, which I like. Um, yeah. We get a, a little transition to inside the castle over the chorus R's, the like R's of, the, of us and them and the saxophone yeah. playing as we're seeing like uh, knights' boots and stuff with the just little stumps of legs sticking out. Pretty good. Um, yeah, this is, this is messed up yeah man there's a lot of good set dressing inside this castle later on there's like a giant cookbook uh for how to <laughs> yeah. properly prepare a knight with like you would have like the dissection lines of like a pig but it's just a full suit of armor <laughs> which is so funny um yeah because who made this book what's dragons other story? dragons obviously oh uh, yeah uh it's a dragon cookbook for dragons that live in towers you know this is the oh, the dragon could leave until Shrek and Donkey, like, tied her up. Pretty much, yeah. So, yeah, she could go out to the dragon store. I think so. I don't know. There's a lot of, like, extra dragon lore that we're missing out on, unfortunately. Mm. This is the issue that dragon can't talk, you know? Yeah. We could go. I will say that's also an issue with Shrek's three and four, mm. is instead of giving us these answers to the lore, like, the obvious choice for Shrek, because if Shrek 2 is... What would Fiona's family think of this marriage? Yeah. Then Shrek 3 should have been what will Shrek's family think of this marriage? Oh, like, how man. did Shrek end up in that? Song? That would have been great. Yeah. But instead, it's Shrek going off to find Justin Timberlake? 
Yeah, and that's like, right. Yeah. Doing the whole, like, King Arthur thing, leaning more into yeah. the Arthurian legend-style stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Which also, is like, why... Oh, sorry. It's also, like, trying to be, like, a high school movie, right? At the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because that's lands. the thing I have to say about Shrek as well, is, like, all these films at the time had, like, a young character that would be your audience surrogate. Like, Ice Age had the baby. Um, <laughs> the Incredibles had, the again, the baby. <laughs> um... But Shrek does... And um, Monsters, Inc. obviously had Boo. The baby. And, like, Shrek doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> Shrek has no babies in it. It's true. Like, no, no babies Kids watching yet. it don't have anyone to kind of relate to. Don't so worry. They, Shrek it helps with their message. Babies are surely on the way, you know? Yes, that's true. Yeah. They'll be coming in later films. They learn their lesson. <laughs> oh, man. I do kind of love that you were just relating to these babies all the time. That's really funny to me. But don't you remember, like, in the merch, the huge amount of merch that would come out for all these films? There'd always be the picture book version told by told from the point of view of the baby? Really? I don't recall that at all. Man. Uh, you probably didn't hang out in the bookstores not buying anything as much as I did. No. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. I feel like I related a lot more to Sid the Sloth in Ice Age, but maybe that says a lot more about me. Uh, anyway... We've got, um, so yes, uh, Donkey is set off to look for stairs, uh, because that'll be where the old, uh, princess is hiding up in the tallest yeah. tower. But unfortunately he runs into the, the dragon instead, um, as a bit of an escape sequence there. Uh, Donkey's tail gets set on fire by like a, a breath of dragon fire here, um, to the transition of any color you like as we like hit into that song is when his tail gets set on fire yes which is very nice eh? pretty tasty um shrek gets thrown straight to the tower by uh the dragon's tail just whisking him off his feet which is great um there's a really i really love the sequence of uh after this donkey's like trying to escape and runs up onto like an elevated platform uh, and is chased by the dragon fire, which is like blasted into the little tower that he ran up and like yeah. curls around there and comes out the doorway from the other side. I think that's great. Just like yeah. dynamics of the fire. And then like the tail uh, slamming down and cutting off his escape route in different parts uh, is just really good. I think a yes. lot of this is would be really well storyboarded and just looks really cool, you know? And yeah. Yeah. But he manages to get out of this by uh, putting on the charm. His fast talking mm. pays off as he is a, a lovely lady dragon. Girl dragon is what he says. <laughs> You're a girl dragon. Um, and yeah, he like smooth, talk, smooth talks his way out of trouble and uh, gets yeah. taken off to the dragon's horde, <laughs> which I think is also really funny. Um, but yeah. Who would you <clears throat> cast in 2001? If Dragon was then to speak and to be the love interest of Eddie Murphy. Uh, oh, that's a tough one. Um, I would say, oh, to be the love interest of Eddie Murphy. Hmm. I need to think about it. For whatever yeah. reason, my instinct is to say Julia Childs, and that's just not right. <laughs> no, I love that. Just her crazy voice coming out of a dragon yeah wow Does she even act i don't think so she just does like cooking shows and stuff it would have been very like what dreamworks becomes to just cast a celebrity chef in a film yeah right oh man but like yeah someone with like a big warbly voice like that i think would be okay. would be ideal something you wouldn't expect to come out of a dragon anyway yeah what do you my think? answer was fran drisha 
Oh, great choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Def- yeah, definitely on the out there voice front, I think, would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, yes. Fun fact about me this year is I am... Go- I'm One of our mutual friends owns Frandrish's um, autobiography. Yeah. And I am going to read it this year. Hell that yeah. is my vow to the listeners. I just want to know what's been going on with, with Frandrisha, you know? Yeah. What's she up to? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we got Fiona pretending to be asleep. Um, she's been like waiting her whole life for this moment, which is really good. Yeah. And gets like shaken awake by Shrek. It, none of that, n- nothing about this meeting goes how she expects, which is awesome. Uh, Shrek just yeah. wants to like get out of there because Donkey's in danger, etc. Um, she, she l- uses a lot of flowery language, which I really enjoy. She says, yes. like, this beeth our first meeting <laughs> and stuff like that, which is It's so, so good, good for um, subtitles because you see a lot of unnecessary THs. Yeah. She's so laying it on thick. She has yeah. obviously read how this is supposed to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's got a script of her own that she's following, you know. Um, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, the breaking down of this facade or like this version of her is uh great over the second half of this movie as well Um, yeah yeah uh we get brain damage and we see that giant cookbook that i measured uh, that i mentioned earlier which i'm very happy about um Mm. donkey's like wrapped up in the dragon's tail (laughs) (laughs) getting smooched uh but uh then yes as we go (laughs) straight into the the chorus the first chorus of uh the song of which song brain of brain damage um yeah uh instead of kissing donkey she kisses shrek's bare bottom gareth yes oh my gosh so shrek of this oh, film. classic this film knows that it is shrek crude dude shrek <laughs> um yeah uh has it then we get a great little escape sequence <clears throat> with the dragon's neck um, being caught up in the chandelier, which is acting yeah. as like a big uh, chain and lead situation, or collar rather. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it's very like Scooby Doo with like running around different uh, corridors and paths, mm. uh, crossing over the chain multiple times, and then yeah, they like manage to escape by like Shrek like jams a sword inside the chain links, and then they run across the bridge, which catches on fire behind them. Great visual there. Yeah. Of it, like, just, like, falling away behind them. It's awesome. And then, yeah. And the slow-mo. One of my oh. favorite shots of this whole movie, I think, is the shot of them, like, dangling from the bridge and then the dragon, like, getting its neck caught on the other side and having to fly back and just roaring at them from the opposite side. Yeah. Really cool, just, design of this shot. I think it's really mm. well done. <laughs> and when she kind of just whimpers as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's just a lot of... um it's a very cinematic... This is really dumb to say. It's a very cinematic movie, Gareth. You know what? Like, yeah. Like, way too... Way over the top in terms of its, like, set design and where everything... All the location stuff that the background artists were doing. I really appreciated this watch for whatever reason. Um, I think, yeah, well-crafted movie for something that's yeah. supposed to be just, like, a dumb, jokey thing. They were obviously pretty confident in it, but... Man. Especially... You can kind of tell that it was in development for so long. Yeah. You know, I think I read that it has more different sets than any other animated film had at the time. Yeah, that tracks. There's a lot yeah. of location stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would have cost so much. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway. Yeah. 
yeah, what what happens now? We get um uh yeah, they're like catching up after escaping and there's like a misunderstanding about uh Fiona thinks Shrek is her true love because uh that's who's supposed to rescue her. But it's mm. it's only bloody Shrek inside that yeah. helmet, Gareth. Um, and yeah, this is where we're getting Eclipse, and we're going into uh, the end of playthrough number one. Um, it takes on at, right at the end of the song is when he takes his helmet off to reveal Shrek's face. Yeah, you know his ogre face <laughs> on the like exact final chord of the song, which is yeah awesome. Um, and then yeah, we're dealing with like we're setting up to deal with this for the remainder of the film. Um, yeah, it's like heartbeats as we start to, as we start up again, and we've got um, the next quest is to deliver Fiona to Farquaad. It's a really funny, like, uh, match cut of her bashing against Shrek's back as she's been lifted over his shoulder, cutting to her just, like, boredly dangling. <laughs> yeah. There. Oh, very good. Um, yeah, and then we get, like, a, a couple of little, like, uh, jokes as we go into Breathe, and then uh, just like back and forth about um, how short Farquaad is. Yeah. You know, I don't know if a lot of these short jokes land that well now, maybe. But it's also for a film that's about like love yourself and looks don't matter. Yeah. There's a lot of, yeah, weird kind of easy short jokes. Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah. It does, it, it, the movie does take a lot of cheap shots and a lot of like crude humor and things like that. Mm. So. It's not as high and mighty as I think it's trying to be in a lot of other places. But yeah, yeah it's weird. It sort of yeah circumvents its own message in a way um, with all these dumb jokes. But hey, it's a comedy, so what are you going to do? Um, yeah, and it's for kids. Oh, no, actually, the kids doesn't uh, defend it. No, right. But like, they're, like you said, they're easy jokes. Loads of jokes for adults in there. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I feel like maybe the early 2000s era is fairly indicative of this, right? Mm. people were still hadn't figured out like they were still had the hangover of the 90s <laughs> yeah in a way um yeah anyway uh yeah there's like she has to camp because of the old curse gareth you know she's got to yes. hide away from the sunset getting all scared about that um there's yeah they they hide her away in this little like cave uh that shrek moves a rock aside for uh makes a crack about moving the rock back to trap her in there pretty good yeah um it's a great like there's a lot of i don't know if they were doing this much in kids films where a character would do a joke and it would bomb to the other character yeah that's good i feel like that's quite rare yeah i feel like yeah that doesn't happen often right but it is yeah i thought it was a good bit you know yeah for sure um yeah then we get that wholesome scene of like shrek uh seeing things in the stars Talking about the constellations to Donkey about all the famous ogres that he sees up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. This scene, I think, is probably the best written in the whole movie um, about, like, how Shrek is, uh, say, we address Shrek's issues in that, like, um, people judge him before they know him. Nobody really gets to know him. That's why he shuts everybody out. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think this whole, just this back and forth between, like, Donkey, like, psychoanalyzing him is really interesting, and yeah, yeah, it's cool. Like, again, not a typical kids movie scene, you know? Uh, Yeah. I think it's good. Uh, I think, yeah, the classic kids movie would have had from the get-go Shrek talking about how no one accepts him. 
Yeah, right. And it, instead of waiting until like an entire dark side of the moon yeah. to tell you that. A full a full arc of the movie has been completed before we get yeah. the reveal of like how Shrek actually feels about himself. It's pretty good. You know. Mm. I would say this is probably the climax, right? This like this self acceptance moment, maybe. Or like him figuring this out about himself or vocalizing it for the first time. It's yeah. Yeah. I, it's probably the in terms of his story, it's like the false end because then he obviously he um, goes back. I guess yeah. in the second false end. Yes. So this isn't the false end. Anyway, he goes back to it, um, yeah. like to wanting to be alone, and then he gets over that again. Yeah, we're still like rising action kind of right, and that like we get the um, uh, them getting to know each other coming up, and then the yeah the, the falling action is when, or that's probably the climax. Falling actions after the reveal there. Of them like all it all going wrong you know well yeah uh, which anyway. we'll get to breaks your heart oh, when you're sitting outside rough, listening to pink floyd rough stuff watching this. uh yeah uh the print notably the princess is li- listening in on this from the doorway yes we see like a little bit of her but like just her like hand and like the, the it's sort her of eye. outline of her face yeah not really much yeah um, not enough to know that she an ogre yeah she be ogre uh, <laughs> she be yoga for sure um also <laughs> lord we get a brief sequence of lord farquaad who's well prepped for his wedding he's got like everything oh. laid out in his room uh and is like lying in his gross like love bed his yeah. <laughs> water bed or whatever <laughs> just watching a photo of princess fiona in the magic mirror who's like looking at him grossed out hilarious yeah now you know about the controversy that like he's watching this, he's not wearing a shirt, and then he lifts up his blanket and just like looks underneath it. Yes, I think. What's up with that? Okay, so my read on this is that uh, he's bare chested, obviously, right? Yeah. But I think it's sort of a it's meant to be a nod to camera or like a sort of fourth wall break in that like the blanket starts slipping down to reveal more of him, and he's like, "Whoa, there!" and like pulls it back up you know okay like i think that's what it's meant to be i don't think it's meant to be anything too sexual i think it's just like he's like covering himself like you would in a sitcom or like something like that just being like whoa (laughs) like that like i don't think it's meant to be overly gross okay feel so it's gross to the extent that lord farquaad is a gross character but yeah Um, yeah also messed up is you know how netflix will um, choose a, a picture that works with what you've um, recently watched yeah. to try to sell the film to you. When Shrek was on uh, Netflix New Zealand, a lot of people were getting a picture of shirtless Lord Farquaad. Wow. What does that yeah. say about you, eh? I'm pretty sure I got him at least once. Oh and my then, god. Yeah. They do change them, right? So you, yeah. you can't feel too bad. But yeah, it, it is, I, I guess it's supposed to be like based on your viewing habits or whatever, or what you watch. Yeah. But like, that's, oh, okay. that's weird though. <laughs> it's yeah. weird that that's even a choice. He's not the selling point of the movie in any way, except because he's like, <laughs> he's like the funniest character maybe, but... But only in a cert- to a certain person. Yeah. And even then, this isn't the funniest scene of him. No, definitely not. Uh, a good detail here, though, is that the, um, the mother bear out of the three bears in the Goldilocks stories has been killed and is a rug on his floor. I hated that. That made my skin, my blood turn cold when I noticed that it's as a kid. Like messed up, dude. That's more messed up than Geppetto. It's yeah, it totally is. It's awful. Later yeah. on, when like I think you see them like crying, 
together. Yeah. Is that in oh, this when movie they're, or Actually, later? when they're in his swamp, yeah, they're crying. Yeah, because they're separated from her. She's gone at that point. And the, like, payoff is seeing her dead here. It's fucked yeah. up. <laughs> I don't actually... I still don't like it. Like, I... Have nothing against it as a joke. I think fine, put it in, but uh, no, nah, not no? for me. Oh, I kind of love it. I think it's it's moving. It's continuing on that like destruction of the like fantasy tropes. You know, yeah. The idea is like they're shitting all over that. So I'm fine with it in that context, and that's what like Shrek's like mo is kind of. Um, but yeah, yeah. Like if I was the editor or like the I don't know boss when they were making Shrek, I wouldn't have made them. I wouldn't have gone like I'll take it out. But yeah, I, it would have made me sad. No, totally. It's like again, it's showing like you how irredeemable Farquaad is. In case you've forgotten, like how yeah. he was dunking the gingerbread man in milk and stuff like that. Yeah. He's like a fucked up person who will achieve his like do anything to achieve his goals, or like even mm. he doesn't even really care, right? That's what he's showing. He just like doesn't like fantasy creatures, and he's like get rid of them. That's his whole yeah. thing here. He just he doesn't even he doesn't even care what happens to them he just doesn't like them and wants them gone you know yeah it's messed up but yeah uh let's move on we've got um on the run playing now with uh the princess is like this sequence is she's like has like she's like turned around on shrek after his like self-assessment that she heard earlier yeah, and she makes them some cooks cooks them boys some eggs that she finds. But before she's doing this like fun classic princess thing of singing to the birds, right? This is a Snow White move, I think. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she like sings so high that the bird explodes. Is the joke? I'm confused yeah. by this. The I birds, get... the birds copying her and can't yeah. handle the note, so it explodes. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense that it like. Oh, I don't know. It's too cartoony for me, mm. but it, it, yeah, it's. I get it in the context of like a glass shattering because of a high note. Is... Yeah, I think it's just that. Okay, but in bird form. Yeah, right. it's a lot to kind of assume and assume the audience will understand. It weirded me out. I was like, why, yeah. did, why did the bird explode? But anyway. Uh, but we... also, furious that it didn't happen during Great Gig in the Sky before the big singing. Oh my god, I wish. Well, yeah. then great. Never mind. We're getting on the run where there's no singing. Yeah, there's a crash sound when she looks at the eggs. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's some eggs, you know. <laughs> yeah, good I point. guess the crash Those sound. Are plot is, eggs. Yeah, I guess the the crash sound is implying the the breaking of eggs has it happened. Yeah, actually, the crash would have even been better for the explosion. Right. Ugh. Oh. Oh well. The icy skate's getting pretty thin, Shrek. Yeah. Watch out, Shrek. You're a big guy. You can <laughs> you can sink in the lake. Um. Yeah, so I, I was, yeah, again, I've written, yeah, I was really disappointed that this wasn't over the uh, crash sound. But, um, so she's making the eggs for the guys, and Shrek, so this, the clock sound happens over Shrek making this face that I want to point out of them, like, she, he exchanges a look with Donkey, right, about the yeah. situation, about the princess's change of heart at their situation. And he looks over at Donkey, and the clocks are all going off. This is the weirdest face. <laughs> it's great. I, I love it. It's, he, like, sort of does this, like, weird pouty look, being like, oh, my God, do you see what's happening here? But, like, on Shrek, it looks really weird. I'm, oh. I just, I just want to, like, cut that picture out and have that be, like, the new meme 
or something, <laughs> you know? You think there's not enough Shrek memes, there needs to be this new there's one. There's not enough. People didn't address this little face that he does, and I feel like they could have, you know? It's, okay. You know? It's if, just... if you can take a screenshot and we'll tweet it when this episode comes out, because I can't even picture this face. But you got it. I want to join the, the meme team. <laughs> Join the meme team. Okay, yeah. I will send you a wee screen grab that'll be up with the episode. Perhaps it's the episode R. I don't know if we have that capability, but maybe. I'll um, try to learn it. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so we get a, the French Robin Hood sequence. I don't know why he's French. He just is in this movie. Yeah, also completely forgot this scene existed. Yeah, it's like, it's pretty briefly short-lived. I think it's just in there to show like, oh, Fiona's a badass, you know? Like, she's yeah. not what you expected either. Like, that's the twist, right? Like, Shrek isn't what uh, people expect him to be and neither is Fiona. And that's why they get yeah. along. Um, and yeah, there's a direct call out to the Matrix here where they do the camera spin around the bullet time uh, double kick. Yeah. yeah. Um, like every movie at the time was doing this for some reason. Yeah, especially, especially every Cameron Diaz film. Yeah, what is going on there? Yeah, I don't know. Matrix was, I guess, in the zeitgeist. It came out like two years before this, or something like that. Yeah, well, they were still making. They were making Shrek as the Matrix came out. So oh, okay. That was because it got delayed. They could reference it. <laughs> yeah, it probably put like an extra year on the development time <laughs> yeah. of, of the film. This guy just came out of the theater, ran into the DreamWorks offices, and was like, "Guys, <laughs> we have to talk about. We have to put this in the movie. We've got to yeah. do it. <laughs> Everyone's going to do it. We're going to get left behind if we don't." Oh my god. Um, you yeah. summed up cinema in two thousand and two thousand and one. Really. Fucking a yeah. Uh, oh god and later on what like DreamWorks would do with every like Disney movie that came out that would yeah. basically like again th- I don't know if this has been disproved or or not but there's a lot of crossover in DreamWorks' releases and, and Disney releases where they have similar concepts come out at the same time yes know? the classic like Bugs Life and Ants Finding yeah. Nemo Shark Tale like it happens too often for it to be a coincidence, surely. Yeah. You know? But anyway, um, yeah, we get like a little sequence uh, after this. Um, she's beaten up all the merry men and Robin Hoods. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Shrek gets an arrow in his butt and they've got to remove that. Um, and then, yeah, it's like a montage of Shrek and Fiona like finding out they have a lot of co- in common and like like each other. Yeah. Um, the, they do make a a big balloon and a balloon animal out of a frog and a snake by blowing into them with their ogre breath which presumably is like helium or something helium yeah um upsetting this this stressed me out more than the bear thing as a kid and just seeing a big old frog get inflated yeah no, no good didn't like that the poor wee frog poor wee snake hmm oh well um home home again is the lines playing now as we approach Duloc, the future home of ah. of uh, the princess here. They're, they're like home, home again here as well. We had it earlier. Yeah. We have it here, right? But this time it's like more a tenuous thing, right? She's not sure if this is actually what she wants. There's mm. a lot of like stalling behavior where she's like trying to say that Donkey's really sick and she's worried about him. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, yeah, they like are convinced to like spend more time together, basically, because they want to do that rather than 
uh, end everything now, uh, and, mm. which is very sweet. Um, yeah. There's also, I've written, there's massive bloody progress from Shrek as he invites Fiona to come and visit him at the swamp. Yeah. Like, we know that he obviously, he doesn't like people at all and doesn't want people coming around into his space. So, huge deal. You know? Mm. You like her. He likes her, yeah. man. It's very romantic. And it gets interrupted by Donkey appearing and talking about the sunset. And she's like, oh, sunset? And has to go yeah. and hide in the windmill, you know? If Donkey hadn't said this and she'd got to see, he got to see she was an ogre. Yeah. She just had all been different. Would have all been solved, you know? Yeah. Then we wouldn't have a movie. Uh, we got. That's mate, true. Uh, yeah. There's a m- more pensive discussions in that um, Shrike. Uh, Shrike? Shrike. Uh, Shrike and Dinky. Shrike and Dinky have a conversation together where, um, yeah, Donkey's like, <laughs> you like her, man. You should tell her how you feel. And he's like, ah, but she wouldn't like me because I'm an ogre man. You know? It's not good. And yeah, he, yeah. Go- he goes off to contemplate and stares out over the sunflowers that we saw earlier. Um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, donkey like <laughs> realizes that he's afraid of the dark <laughs> from earlier which is hilarious and goes into like yeah. check on the princess and hide with her in the windmill uh and then yeah discovers that she be she's an ogre at night time yes. part of this curse that's been placed upon her i've written the curse uh verbatim down um by night one day by day by night one way by day another this shall be the norm until you find true love's first kiss and then take love's true form. Yeah. Uh, which is... Which ad- could have been the end of time by Pink Floyd. Totally. It's well written yeah. as curses yeah. go. Uh, <laughs> not so much this shall be the norm is kind of janky, but, you know, you got to rhyme somehow. Um, yeah. But, yeah, she turns into an ogre at night time, and she's worried about um, that. She needs to get married before <laughs> Farquaad notices. And Donkey's like, wow, this is bloody perfect. Because yeah. Shrek likes you and you're kind of an ogre, so why don't you try with him? And she, she's like, what? Shrek likes me? What? Um, mm. And then, so Shrek comes back to confess to Fiona that he loves her with a sunflower in his hand and overhears the conversation but misunderstands what she's talking about. Yeah. She's like saying, how could anyone love a big ugly ogre? Because she is one, but he doesn't realize that. So, you know, it's the classic. It feels very like Shakespearean style, like misunderstanding, right? Yeah. It's way, for over, sure. the, way over the top, very like, uh, yeah, very soap opera y or, or Shakespearean. <laughs> These are the two <laughs> yeah. options. My two frames of reference for romance, <laughs> Gareth. The um, two opposite ends. Yeah, there they are. Um, yeah, but it's very sad. Shrek's, like, very upset by this because he thinks he's being talked about by the princess. Yeah. Yeah, which is fair enough because... Uh, totally. Yeah. He oh. thought they were heading it off. And, yeah, she's like... Oh, then don't... Uh, he goes away before she can, like, continue on and uh, Donkey's like, oh, well, I guess, like, see what he says tomorrow and all this stuff, you know? Maybe think about it and tell him tomorrow about the curse and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, he settles down outside. Uh, Fiona like decides, resolves to um, tell Shrek by take uh, Shrek dropped the sunflower outside her house, and she picks it up and does the like, um, I will, will I, won't I kind of thing by taking the petals off of a flower 
Yeah, this is very, uh, again, very like um, fairy tale-y kind of thing to do. Um, mm. And yeah, she like resolves to tell him, but um, the sunrise transforms her back into a human and Shrek isn't there. So, and he returns just in time, unfortunately, uh, to not see her in her ogre form again. Yeah. Um, and he's got a bloody escort with him. Uh, from Farquaad's castle he's all pissed off because he thinks that she doesn't like him <laughs> yeah um, and she's like what that's weird why are you so angry and then um, yeah they again the misunderstanding continues and Farquaad's like hyped to get married <laughs> yeah uh, like there's a good bit of him wearing really n- normal proportioned human armor that he gets pulled out of like a little toddler and put on the ground yeah. Which is very funny. Um, they're like his legs stay attached to the stirrups of the horse, mm. which is very good. Um, it's a good understated version of the short jokes, which yeah, this, yeah I think this if it kept better. them a little more understated. It would be better if it was just this, and he was just short. They did it earlier in that the like um, again in the torture scene when the table was too high from him when he like came over laughing and he like yeah. pressed a lever and it dropped down lower. Like that's a good bit. Hmm. Just these, like, tiny visual uh, gags, I think, land better. But I don't know. Yeah, that's what you need. Yeah. Um, Yes. So she's like, I want to rush the marriage forward to today. And Farquaad's like, yes, excellent. (laughs) Why wait? Um, And yeah, it's all very sad. Shrek's upset. Everybody's upset. Yeah, because Fiona thinks that he did know she was an ogre. And And still doesn't like her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no good. No. And she's like, I thought that wouldn't matter to you. And he's like, it does. Thinking that, yeah, again, we've yeah. kind of covered it. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. I don't think anyone has not seen this film. If you're listening well. to this and you haven't seen Shrek, what? <laughs> Ow! If you're listening to this and you haven't seen Shrek, then that's awesome that you're going to have this warped idea of one of the biggest films of all time. It's amazing, yeah. I'm, like, in awe of you, if that's the case. Wow. Yeah. Okay, um... Yeah. Oh, he's like yelling at Donkey because he feels like Donkey's all in on it as well and tells him not to come with him. And yeah, we get like a little returning to the swamp montage and cleaning up and all this stuff. It's very somber. This is where we usually get Hallelujah. Um, Yeah. uh, And yeah, like remembering his journey together, like lots of things reminding of them of each other. This is intercut mm. with shots of Fiona preparing for her wedding and um, also Donkey finding the dragon by a river, yeah. just like them both being sad by a river. Pretty funny. Um, mm. Yeah. I will say, Us and Them by Pink Floyd playing yes. over this montage mm. works so much better than Hallelujah. Agreed. It, it, yeah. it really works. Uh, very much the Us and Them dichotomy again of like the swamp being literally... Uh, cast between the the massive castle and then both sitting at um opposite ends of that table uh, yes great great visual there very yeah. clever um right on the lyric it's not what we would choose oh like they would they wanted to choose each other hell yeah nice yeah. i Good. think this is the first time we can on paper say it would have been a better song than the song they chose yeah that's kind of amazing right like that yeah. has never happened before yeah <laughs> i don't think so Oh well, yeah, that's good, man. We if we could add that in, just us and them by Pink Floyd sneaking its way into the Shrek soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, nestled between Smash Mouth songs. <laughs> Crazy. What a Smash world. Mouth! I googled it. Have never covered Pink Floyd. 
I'm glad. Yeah, That's... they have covered car seat headrest, so wow, do that information really? where you will. When? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think 2017. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Eesh. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, everything about modern Smash Mouth is a no go. Sad to say. Yeah, their 2016 dubstep song. Oh, oi, 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 Aichi Wawa. Um, yeah. So we get a bit of. Uh, Donkey, like, sort of saves the day by being stubborn, by being persistent, as is his nature. He comes in to build a wall over his mm. half of the swamp. Uh, he's claiming it because he figures he was part of the journey and he's earned his part half of the swamp. And, yeah, he says that he's already forgiven Shrek because uh, that's what friends do. They forgive each other, which is very sweet. Yeah. Um, mm. And, yeah, they, like, have a battle, <laughs> effectively. And then, yeah, Shrek... Uh, like eventually comes around and apologizes to donkey and they resolve to be friends in a very sweet sequence um yeah. only after finding out that that's not what um uh it was a misunderstanding and that that's not what fiona was talking about earlier um she yeah, wasn't talking but he about also him. doesn't get the explanation of what she was talking about so true yeah hmm. well like donkey said yeah he's like I promise not to tell you. Like, it was a secret, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's not his place to say. Um, but yeah, they're like... Anyway, Shrek's like, well, that's... I've got to go tell her how I feel then, like I was going to before. And so he's got to go stop the wedding. That's the next part. Uh, you got to take the dragon <laughs> there. <laughs> it's great that they just fly on the dragon. I love that. Yeah. To get all the way there. Um, the recurring... Uh, bit of just the the people <laughs> inside Duloc holding up um, cards for the audience to follow because yes. they were they were doing this with the um, the wrestling stuff before as well. Um, and just <laughs> they do it a lot during this wedding sequence, and it's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> just revered silence is written on one of the, the cards, <laughs> and I just think that's a really funny card. Um, and yeah. yeah, that's so good because that's. Both that joke and the step beyond that joke to have revered silence. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, hold it up to the audience. This is what you should be doing. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Um, and yeah, the wedding is ongoing as we are listening to us and them. Uh, they're, they're like trying to decide on the right time to interject. They've got to wait for when the priestess says, um, speak now forever, hold your peace. Do they actually do this in weddings? I don't really know. It seems like we had a, a big talk about this over New Year's actually, and no one's ever been to a wedding where this happens. Yeah, I th maybe it's an American thing specifically, but yeah, I don't think I've either yeah. heard them um, heard the celebrant or the priest say this during a wedding ceremony. But I guess it's something yeah. that like, I don't think it even happened in Lord Farquaad's wedding, right? Yeah, well, we we skip over it, right? Is the idea? Yeah, um, yeah, because Shrek like rushes in at yelling "I object," which is a great bit. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, like, gets to the end and there's a, a final confrontation at the at the altar here where, like, Farquaad is saying, <laughs> saying like, laughing at, at the ogre falling in love with the princess, etc. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we're getting any colour you like over this confrontation sequence. Mm. No real sinks happening, unfortunately. Um Fiona transforms into her ogre form partway through this because she would have like only just been married before this would happen. Um, yeah. If Shriek hadn't come here, theory, would she have transformed into an ogre anyway? Because it's not her true love. 
Yes, yeah, I reckon she would have kissed him and still been a human and then been like, oh, cool, it worked. And then the son would have said and she would have turned into an ogre and be like, uh-oh. Yeah, that bad end. Yeah. <laughs> Not so good there, so. Or she kisses Lord Farquaad and turns into Lord Farquaad. Oh, no. Arguably worse. <laughs> yeah. Fate, fate worse than ogre form. Oh, my goodness. Just a little red-headed version of Lord Farquaad. Oh, oh. no good. No. Oh, I doubt she'd be happy with that. Oh. No. Anyway, um, yeah, there's, it's, she transforms into her ogre form and he's furious and summons the guards, old Farquaad. They're like separated by all these huge amounts of like goons flying in. Yeah. Which is really good. Shrek starts like beating them up wrestling style, but is overwhelmed. Um, and then yeah. Overwhelmed. Oh yeah, there we go. There he <laughs> Sorry, is. Derailed you. No, that's good. I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's this is interrupted by um, the dragon bursting through the stained glass window and devouring yeah. Farquaad in one bite. Love it. Yeah, great stuff. A um, lot of glass smashing from now on in this movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, they confess their love to each other, Gareth. The the two ogres. And then she, yeah. the the curse is lifted, and she lifts up into the air literally, and uh, starts glowing. Um, bit of a weird visual thing. Um, her feet glow like there's a shot of her feet glowing, and it just makes her feet look like they extend out really long. I don't know what it yeah. is about it. It looks really weird. <laughs> they turn. She turns into light, I guess. Yeah, I think it's yeah supposed to be like light coming out of every part of her, right? Because we get shots of her yeah. hands doing it and then her feet doing it. But yeah, it just makes her feet look really long, which is just a weird little note. I don't know why. Yeah. I've always noticed that. It's always bothered me. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <clears throat> she falls to the ground and we don't see for a little bit, and then we see that she's still an ogre. What? Hmm. why is she still an ogre she's like but i was supposed to transform i was supposed to be beautiful and shrek's like but you are beautiful girl oh yeah yeah i've drawn a heart emoji in my notes oh it's great um and then yeah that's it wrapped up yeah Uh, there's a a bit of a celebration back at the swamp lots of we see all the fairy tale creatures having a big old party and uh singing away to i'm a believer cover by uh, smash mouth here um, well this is actually the i'm a believer oh yes sorry this is the smash mouth one and then we hear eddie murphy's cover as well yes it's yeah we yeah. like cut between the two really um <clears throat> yeah featuring smash mouth i guess um and then yeah we get i'll see you on the dark side of the moon as uh as the line delivered as uh shrek and fiona leaving their carriage yeah. and then we're just getting the um the musical number playing over that um over brain damage and um yeah it's a complete anti-sync for me (laughs) (laughs) just seeing like this party happening to brain damage i guess it's kind of like the party of the of the album maybe nah i don't think so i think the fact it ends on a sea on the dark side of the moon is pretty beautiful but yeah yeah. we get yeah the exact end of the we cut to black over the line i'll see you on the dark side of the moon as well the second time that we get that in the song and yeah we go into the credits what did you think? How did it sink? What did I think? How did it sink? Yeah. Oh. We shreked ourselves. <laughs> now let's check ourselves for oh, how yeah. it sinked. Yeah. Mate, I don't know. Much like how the <laughs> 2001 audience didn't know how to, um, you know, deal with 
Shrek. I'm yeah. not sure what to deal with this, these sinks and lack of sinks. Yeah, man. I feel like um, my take on it was that it was pretty good. There was uh, I just like Shrek a lot in general. I like the movie, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, not that many sinks, really. There were some. Um, like the the ending perfectly on the line dark side of the moon was pretty cool um yeah we had the, um the us and them being perfect yeah that's pretty good that's got to give it a lot of points yeah you ever get a whole song that's pretty perfect oh you know it kind of stops being perfect because it's such a long song but we never get the, that moment where it's better than the song they chose yeah that was pretty nice very happy with yeah. that i feel like we have to bump it up for that alone really we've it's got to um, be over five yeah yeah i i feel like, like six and a half I'm feeling that like it's not yeah. amazing but it's not bad it's not like it's not it's above average i would say yeah six and a half for yeah me. six and a half cool there you go shrek oh. get a real rating <laughs> for like the first time in maybe a month on this yeah. podcast i don't know uh yeah well, we're back let's do it <sighs> what, what what are we doing now we've got it's is it my pick now is that how it works it's your pick yeah oh shit since Aaron. i derailed us last <laughs> week by saying we've got to do shrek no, this is fine. I, I love <laughs> Shrek. I had a great time. I love talking about yeah, Shrek there. So much so that I want to I want to delve back into the well of uh, monsters and existing Ooh. in uh, monsters that live in big forests and swamplands and things okay. like that. Um, yeah, I want to delve back into that well. Uh, and uh, but I want to I want to have a bit more action and I want to go back in time a little bit. We're gonna do uh, Gareth. You son of a bitch. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be doing Predator. Oh 1987's okay. original Predator, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Let's yeah. go. How does that yeah. sync with Dark Side of the Moon, eh? Oh, I'm excited. I've never seen Predator. Sweet. You're in for yeah. a treat. Hopefully you don't get upset because I called you a son of a bitch then. <laughs> that hurt my feelings, but I'll I'll figure it out. We'll get through it. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Until All right. then. Alright, wow. Well, yeah, until then, um, I've been Gareth Blackler. I've been James Barron. Hi. Um, oh, we've got to review Vin Diesel. Do you want to do the an end of this episode or a short bonus episode? Uh, let's just do it now. And like, and then that's how we end the episode. We'll do like a little song after that, eh? Okay. Yeah. Can yeah. you send me a link, a hyperlink? Okay. <laughs> we cut now. Two. Vin Diesel review. 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 While I'm copying the link. Vin Diesel review. Wow. That's a, wow. That was yeah, pretty good. <laughs> it's on the it's yeah, it's on the official Kelly Clarkson Facebook page. Yeah. Her show's page. So this happened September twenty sixth, two thousand twenty. So there you go recent times who are all these people yeah. behind kelly clarkson so for the pandemic they didn't have an actual audience so it's a bunch of people watching from home oh look, that's kind of cool. what gets you're going to get very alarmed when you see the studio audience grooving to vin diesel am i yeah all right i'm ready okay i'm gonna hit okay. play are you ready yeah all right three two one and audience at home three two one go Okay, so Vin Diesel's in the booth. He is. He's got his sunglasses on. He's honoured to debut his music on the Kelly Clarkson show, which none of us knew existed. No. I'm loving his jacket. 
It's uh, yeah. It's got like a palm tree on the jacket, which is amazing. Yeah. This polyester bomber jacket. There's just been an edit in his homemade video. Yeah. I wonder what he said. His voice is crazy. Yeah. You know, I haven't proper. I don't think I can ever remember what his voice sounds like. It's just gravel. Yeah. He's sharing his heart. And to this end. Oh. Oh, so this features Kygo. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I hope this is anything for anyone listening. <laughs> oh. Oh, he's two in my ear. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Queen Latifah and Machine Gun Kelly on the same episode. Whoa, this album yeah. cover. What? Alright, so we're here in some tropical house. Yeah, some we Vin are. Diesel tropical house. Oh my. All bit of pitch down. And here's the audience. <laughs> Huge screens set up in the audience bleachers of people dancing around at home. Wow. Who does he sound like when he sings? It's someone specific. It seems like he's trying to be like Jack Johnson. <laughs> yeah. He's a little bit tropical Jack Johnson with a bit of Creed in there. Yeah. Like the fake Creed voice that we all okay. love doing. And then the song ends. It just ends there. We only get yeah. two minutes of that. I'm getting autoplay to a driver cam of someone throwing stuff out a window god thanks for oh, that oh i got um autoplayed vin diesel childhood photos oh my god that's so much better than mine oh yeah oh my god definitely seek out the, the rest of that song if, if yeah uncle vin will i don't know allow if it's actually maybe... come out yet oh really so we can't yeah. cut it in as our outro music for this episode and then get pinged oh we can don't worry all right <laughs> Let's, that's how we get Vin Diesel to notice us, is we're going to put his um, music on. Come on the, on the pod, Vin, please. Yeah, we're and going we'll to secretly record our core battle with Vin. Oh my god, I just want to rap battle Vin Diesel, that's all I want to do. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that was great. Oh my goodness. Alright, that was great. Um, better, than, better, than I ex- better than I expected, that's my review. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. I could picture like parties in 2021 to this we just need him to you know leak the full version i could picture specific parties to this but <laughs> yeah not good parties no 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 just just me and a a, a party of one you could say yeah you know i'm drinking my own little shrek martini with the eyeball and um <laughs> vibing out to some vin diesel yeah Ah. Oh. And until then, the final step for this show is to try to sync when you're in our own free time and you with the listener, Mm. please sync Shrek opening the door and going about his day at the start of the Shrek movie with Feel Like I Do Like by Vin Diesel, please. Beautiful. What a great And don't tell anyone what it was like. Just do it. Just do it. Because you'll know. You'll know what that's like once you do it. That's the only way. Okay. That's the show. All right. That's our show. See you on the dark side of the moon. See you on the dark side of the moon. Somebody's a diesel. <laughs> Sweet.